0: Hello and welcome Talk to our
1: first ever. Oops. Okay. Well, you can tell we're new here. Welcome to our first ever episode of Intentional Icing, which is the Total Sports Live Hockey Podcast. I'm Kaylee Jackson, and um, our co-host will be Alex McKeon. Um, once again, this is our first episode, so please bear with us as we're kind of trying to figure things out here. Um, Once he gets in the show, we'll start talking about some of the topics that have already come up in this young NHL season. Um, While we wait for Alex to get on the show, um, I'll give you a little overview of the things we're going to be talking about tonight in our first episode. We will be discussing goalies. Uh, We will also be looking at some of the rookies, including... Austin Matthews, the Young Phenom, as well as, of course, the best Halloween costumes. All right. It looks like Alex is ready to come on. Um, Alex, you here? Hey, all right. Uh, so while we were waiting to get the connections sorted, I kind of gave an overview of what we are going to be talking about. Do you want to go ahead and start with your input on the goalies?
0: Yeah. Anything uh, about so, it? sure. So one of the biggest things with goalies this year has been injuries. And I know we saw a lot about this um in LA with Jonathan Quick and Jeff Zatkoff, uh Boston, Tuka Rask and Anton Kudovin, uh, even Andrew Hammond in uh in Ottawa. And so a lot mm-hmm. so a lot of these teams are out here searching for Goalie help, temporary goalie help. We've seen some of the kids get some time. You know, uh, Malcolm Subban, uh, Zane McIntyre, uh, Chris Dreiger. I always say his name wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, but I mean, it, it's uh, it's interesting. And you know, we saw that there was a trade today. Obviously, uh, Penguins uh, trading uh, Mike Condon to Ottawa. So mm-hmm. um, so that that was obviously a really I thought. I thought the Penguins got a steal there for a fifth round pick or a guy that got on waivers. I thought that was really well done by the uh, management staff, uh, and I think I also think Mike Condon is a good good goalie. I think he'll he'll hold it down while Hammond is uh, is uh, dealing with his injury and uh, and hopefully hold it down too uh, if Craig Anderson needs any more time off.
1: Right, and of course the whole. Anderson issue. Poor guy. Um, For our listeners, in case you haven't heard, his wife, Nicole, was recently diagnosed with cancer, and in his first game back after the diagnosis, he got a shutout. Um, So, of course, that's a problem, and Hammond's injury, as Alice mentioned. Um, But, right, I agree with what you said. Getting Condon is absolutely a steal. He was never going to, you know, with Murray back and starting the game that's going on right now, there was no way that he was ever going to get a real chance there. So hopefully oh, yeah. that works out for everyone.
0: Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate for Condon. I mean, he was he was pretty effective in Montreal last year, but, you know, didn't really uh, – once they signed Al Montoya, the writing was on the wall. And now he's kind of being a – he's kind of like bouncing around on the waiver wire, and that kind of sucks for him. But he's he's, not, he's a functional backup, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. I actually saw a stat earlier today that – in all of Penguins history, uh, Condon is actually the only goalie to never have allowed a goal. Granted, he did only play twenty minutes, but still, huh. I mean that's pretty impressive
0: in fifty years of history. <laughs> I like that. Awesome. I guess <laughs> that's that's a good stat. I didn't. Uh, I'm not. I'm not too familiar with uh, how many goalies play just one game for the Penguins, but yeah. You know. <laughs> oh man. But um, but then but then you know you have the the flip side of things. You got you know Carey Price is just absolutely rolling in Montreal, coming off the uh, coming off some of the uh, the illness and the uh, injury last year. Um, and then you know you have obviously Matt Murray's back. Uh, but Fleury did a good job in the interim. Um, Rask once he play when Rask plays, he's he's been really really good. It's been it's he's had to deal with a Really poor defense, but it's uh, other. I mean, he's been he's been effective otherwise, and you know, I think it's interesting because you have we well, even though we're seeing all these these goals, we're still seeing some really really effective net miners too. He's obviously Braden Holtby is still a, you know reigning Vesna. So
1: yeah, and you mentioned Los Angeles earlier. Obviously, they've had more than their fair share. Of goalie injuries recently But um, Give me a sec to try and find this But after I believe their last game against the Ducks um, Their coach Daryl Sutter Okay here's a quote Um, On Peter Budai who is Now their starter generally their third string Um he wasn't Very good you look at the shots and Scoring chances and he wasn't very good Um that's not something you want to hear from a coach.
0: No, it is not necessarily. Although, well, it all, in all fairness to Budai, but, I mean, you know, that's that's a tough position to go into. I mean, it, it, he's right. he's really, he's You really certainly can't
1: cool. blame the whole thing on him.
0: Not to mention the uh, the Los Angeles defense is nothing special either. I mean, you know, they they've had they've had some injuries, but they're really just not. They're they're better on the offensive end. And so it's not right. really, it's, yeah. it's yeah, it's just not really, um, you know, a good, a good situation for a guy like Budai, who's really just a fill-in. Um, I mean, exactly. you know, but guys like Dowdy, Muzzin, and Martinez can, can all shoot. And so they, but they just can't. They're just not the same. They they're lost a step, especially guys like Martinez. I mean, I don't get me wrong, Miami guy, I love him, but you know,
1: <laughs> not yeah. the same player. It's kind of hard, too, for goalies, especially kind of in that position, when you hear everything from the league wanting to cut down the size of the goalie gear, do anything they can to increase the scoring. So even the best goalies behind the best defenses, it's like the entire system is kind of stacked against you. Like, what can you do about it? Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, I don't think personally – Changing the size of the goalie equipment is a good thing. I, I I still feel like the protection of the goalie needs to be really important because NHL players are getting bigger, they're getting faster, and they're they're really physical, and I I don't you you'd hate to, you'd hate to see more injuries like uh, Quick. I mean I know Quick was non-contact, but nevertheless, um I I think I think they may have to um. You know, they might have to shrink the goal, but I just, I, I, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, I, I like, the, I like scoring. I think it's fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then there's so many of the injuries that we've seen recently, too. Like, um, oh, poor Ben Bishop. I didn't see exactly how it happened, but him losing his two front teeth a couple games ago, like that has nothing to do with his actual pads, or nothing to yeah. do with his player, the guys in front of him. Like that's just a fluke thing. There's nothing you can really do about that.
0: Oh yeah. I mean nothing you can really do there. But I mean, uh some of these some of these things though, they can uh and these these guys can get hurt if then they crash the net. I mean I know uh, you know, I know they've taken steps to protect the, the goalie but, you know, I, I don't think I don't think decreasing the size of uh, a a is a good thing. I think it's I think it's I think safety is the most important thing I mean you see it in other in other leagues it's um they they deal with issues like concussions and they deal with you know s- severe injuries and you know like this and I, I don't want to see hockey go down that road,
1: yeah, I agree it's especially you know the puck's coming at you so fast you've got these giant guys speeding at you at like forty miles an hour, like you're gonna get hurt. Let's not help that.
0: Along. Absolutely. But, um. All right. Uh, yes. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was
1: just going to ask if you had anything else about goalies, which you clearly oh, did. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean, um, one, one thing that, you know, going back to the trades and stuff, I, I really wonder, uh, if Darv Halak gets traded from the Islanders. They're carrying mm. three goalies right now. Um, and, you know, Grice can play, and Barube is still he's, – he still is young, and I feel like he needs time too. And they made Halak available, but I just don't know perhaps the Kings, but, you know, do they really want – I mean, Halak would be a – Halak would be a really good backup, I think, for uh, Quick in the future.
1: Yeah, I did see – Obviously, this doesn't prevent anything from happening, but I did see that none of the three goalies had requested to trade last season or this season so far. So, I don't know their contract status. If any of them, probably Halak would be the only one with, like, a no-move clause. But, I mean, it seems like none of them want to go anywhere. I don't know yeah. if any of them would even get more starting time or playing time than they already are, given the situation. Because none of them, well, Holak, like you said, but Grice and Baruby are not starters. And so they're not going to do anything more than just be like a quick bandage on the situation for someone like the Kings.
0: I I think it's really interesting, though, that the Islanders just, I I know Berube would probably get claimed through waivers, but, I mean, they claimed him off waivers from uh, the Kings, and so I, I don't. I think it's interesting that they're putting a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of faith in someone who is effectively a waiver claim. I think that's said a lot about Derube in the future.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I honestly have not paid any attention to the Islanders ever, so thank you for bringing that point up. Because <laughs> yeah. I should pay more attention to them, but <laughs> nah. hey, they're
0: not. They're not bad. They got their. They got their problems, but they're not bad.
1: <laughs> they're not bad, but they're not good.
0: <laughs> uh, so let's. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Let's talk about rookies. I, I right. think you know this is uh the rookie class right now is is in the NHL is is awesome. I just it's so good for the sport to see all these top young guys just excelling and excelling immediately. And I, I don't know, I obviously Austin Matthews. There's a lot, a lot of talk about him. Um, he's been, he's been excellent, but he also has, um, I mean, I know he's not a, a rookie, but he's still uh, a really young kid. William Nylander is having a fantastic year next to him. Um, and then you got obviously have Patrick Wane and Winnipeg is having a great year. Um, you got other guys, Pavel Zaka, Brandon Carlo. Um, you just, you know, some just really talented youngsters. I think the game is uh, is trending in the right way. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Uh, for our listeners, Kyle from Broad Street Hockey and Flyzet asked us earlier um, which rookie had impressed us most so far. Who was not named Austin Matthews because obviously that's the clear answer. But I agree that this younger generation, not just this year, but back to, like, McKinnon, McDavid, obviously, ekblad and, like, the past couple of years we've had some really talented guys, but not even necessarily the guys this year who are the names you immediately think of, like, Zach Wierenski and Jimmy Daisy have both really impressed me so far, too
0: yeah i mean Zachary weston's been uh he's been he's been unbelievable but well, i think i think columbus is really lucky to have him too but you got you got other mm-hmm. young uh got other young defenses i mean uh i i mean uh i just i kind had a complete um brain fart there but i mean even like someone like Joel erickson eck in minnesota who's been really really good mm-hmm. it's it's uh it's it, it's a great young class. I'm I'm really really excited about uh, the way hockey's trending. I mean, you know, I I I personally am I'm a Bruins guy, being for Boston, but yeah, Brandon Carlo's been been really really good offensively. Oh, absolutely. And um, you know, it's just uh, it's it's just it's with the, with the game going this way, I think I think it'll bring more people into the sport. And that that's the most important
1: part, really. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I am a Penguins fan, since we're putting our alliances out there, just to <laughs> get that out in the open for everyone listening. <laughs> Disclaimer. Um, but I think definitely a big part of us winning the Cup last year was the younger guys who came up from Wilkes Bar and really stepped up to the challenge. And if guys who win in – The last few rounds of the draft or were never drafted can make such a big impact on the team. Obviously first overall picks who are setting league records already and all kinds of awesome stuff. It's only good for the game. It's good for the teams. It's good for them. It's just really great to see. It kind of hurts my ego that these guys are like younger than us and infinitely more successful
0: than I will ever
1: be. But no, it's I mean, so great
0: to watch them. <laughs> hey, trust me, I uh, I I feel I feel old watching these guys, and I shouldn't feel old, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I, I some of these teams look really set up well for the future. I, I, Toronto, Arizona, Winnipeg—they look—they look. They look like they're going to be really really good even Carolina too Sebastian Aho is underrated I think he's one of the better oh, young yeah. guys in, in in at least the uh in the at least the east but I think in, in the games but he's he's really really effective I think and I, I think uh Carolina does an underrated job with some of their young guys I mean they brought they, they brought Hannafin along quickly but he, you know they they didn't give up on him when he struggled early and
1: you know, they didn't give
0: up on Ryan Murphy and I I you know they didn't give up on uh some other guys like or, I mean going back even further, like Skinner, but you know, I I think I think he can be really, really effective there.
1: Yeah, I saw him play, um gosh, a year or two ago at the Canes rookie camp. Um Aho or Aho or whatever. Him, yeah. <laughs> and he was so- so impressive, even though that was like his first time with the Canes and everything. He looks so good out there. It's, you know, it was only a matter of time until he got into the position he is now. It's nice to see that the Canes finally have that kind of faith in him.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: All right. So, um, Kyle, to answer your questions, then I guess of who impressed us most, not named Matthews, I would really put in a vote for VC. He has just been a scoring machine for the Rangers, and um, I don't love the path that he took to get there, but obviously it's working for him. It's working for the Rangers. And that's kind of a guy who was overshadowed by all of his signing issues, I guess you could say. And I don't know. He's really worked past that,
0: I think, already in the season. Definitely. I yeah, I like that I like that pick a lot too. I mean, obviously, you know, the the V C saga was dominating the headlines for a while, but you know, he's given up to it. That's that you know, that shows some character on his end. But um I mean if I had to pick one I mean I don't I, I tend to try and find someone who's not the usual suspect. So as much as I want to say Patrick Lange, I I have to stick with either. I think I have to stick with Sebastian Aho. I I like this kid. I don't know. There's something about him. There's he just he plays really well. You know, he, I I just I like his composure for his size, and you know, I I like his I like his passing ability a lot. Uh, I think he can be. I think he can be a really good winger in this league at some point.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. All right. So speaking of kind of surprising good things this year,
0: the Oilers.
1: What is going yes. on there?
0: They're good. Like, uh, I mean This is it's, new. It's 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 coming together. I, yeah, they're scoring and you know, I think that's I think um you know, we we knew from the beginning Chiarelli was going to be looking for defense and and you know, when he get when he gives up you know Taylor Hall in that trade to you get know, Larson. You know and that I think a lot of people were were stunned, but you know now they have some sort of defense I mean Sakura's still there. You have Cleft you got Darnell Nurse. You know I they have a better foundation at defense, and I think that's that's translating to the offensive end. And of course McDavid is just is doing what we what he should have done last year before he got hurt. But I mean he he's just a monster, and that's you know Drysaddle's been. Solid. He hasn't been amazing, but you know, mm-hmm. uh, McDavid is just is rolling, and Lucic is fitting into the lineup really well.
1: Yeah, and then Cam Talbot, of course, that was a big move, oh. and he's been really, really solid behind them.
0: Absolutely, Cam Talbot has been really, really good. I, you know, I, I think he's, I think he's proven to everyone that yeah, he is a full time starter. He, he deserves the role.
1: It's, um, you know, it's interesting. I wouldn't be the one to say this, but you definitely get those purists out there who are hockey is Canada's sport. And now you've got the Oilers on the resurgence. You've got the Habs with a really good record, which you probably wouldn't have expected after last year. It's trending upward for the North. Even, even, even Vancouver and Calgary,
0: they're playing better hockey mm-hmm. than we were last year. I mean, uh, they're not, you know, they still have their own issues, but I mean, it, I it's just it's just better. They're just playing. They're they look, and then and of course, you know, Toronto is on the come up as well. So, and even even Ottawa's not bad. So I I, I think I think uh, Canada had to experience just like a little lapse just to bring it back down there a little bit. But they're uh, the kids are coming, and it's gonna be a good time for hockey in Canada. Absolutely. Mhm.
1: Uh-huh. All right, so let's move on to the fun part. Halloween costumes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. For those of you guys who may not know, every team pretty much has Halloween parties. And thank goodness for all the guys who actually use social media, as well as their wives and girlfriends who post stuff for them, because then we get all kinds of wonderful pictures of them in. I don't know. I can't even think of a word that encompasses all of their costumes. Horrifying?
0: Wonderful? I I don't know. They're wild. <laughs> I mean, yeah, hey, there there have been some really really funny ones. I mean, I uh, I I was a huge fan of PKC fans. I thought that was hilarious. I, that was probably one of my favorites. I, just that was like a just a perfect outfit for him. I think I think it was just funny. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Um, for our listeners, if you haven't seen the picture, P.K. Subin dressed up as the late great prince. Um, I swear, though, that purple suit, probably already in his closet, he probably wears it all the time as is. And he was just like, hey, I can turn this into something, and then you'll see him at a game later this season just wearing it. Oh,
0: absolutely. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would not put it past him. <laughs>
1: He's—I don't know—I'm really happy for him. He's fitting in so well in Nashville so far.
0: Oh, totally. Not that, that has anything I, to do with I, Halloween, but on another note, <laughs> I, I think you know, and 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 Shea Weber playing well in um in Montreal, yeah. so I think it's, I think it's it worked out, well yeah. But um, another personal favorite of mine, Austin Matthews, dressed up as Ken Bone, and I think that one was really funny too. I don't know. If, I don't know if you got a chance to see that one, but I thought it was hilarious.
1: Oh goodness!
0: Somehow that doesn't <laughs> surprise me even a little bit. He's <laughs> it, it, pulled off a surprisingly good can bone. I think he's got the hair for it.
1: <laughs> oh wow! No, I mean I, I'm visualizing this, and I can definitely see it. Bit. Oh, goodness. I don't know how I missed that one. But one of my favorites was um, Roman Yosi of the Nashville Predators and his girlfriend dressed up as Dorothy and the Cowardly Lion from The Wizard of Oz. However, not exactly in the way you would think because Roman was Dorothy. Okay. And she had very nice off-the-shoulder dress, some pigtails, some, like, knee-high socks. It was... Oh, it was man. That's...
0: Yeah, that's a that's another good one right there. <laughs> I um, oh man, I wish I wish some I wish we had like a photo that everyone could see. But you know, it's uh, that's that's a really that's a really funny one. They they get really creative, and I uh, more creative than me, I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you gotta
0: love that they're
1: pro athletes who aren't afraid to go put on dresses for a Halloween party with their team and. Let that get all over the internet. Good for them. They're
0: confident. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, that's a. Uh, we always get some good ones. We got some scary ones too. I don't know if you saw the one uh, of Taze and his um, and his wife, I believe. And uh, that one was. They went full. Yeah, the uh, full skeleton. Yeah. Uh, his girlfriend. Their makeup was mistake. amazing. Uh, yeah, that was. Uh, that's that took a lot of effort there. <laughs> all all, all props to Taze.
1: All right, do you have any other trending hockey
0: news you'd like to get out on the table for tonight? I, uh, I've been not, not too much left. Um, I think uh, it'll be really interesting to see how long Montreal can sustain the lead in the Atlantic. They're just playing out of this world at the start of the year. Um, you know, I, you, you have to wonder what the issue was last year. And, and when that might creep up. if Kerry Bright gets you know, hurt now, again. You, yeah, I mean for now you have to just, you know, ride the wave. I, I that's they're playing some terrific hockey. Same goes for Edmonton. I'd love to see if they can continue doing it. You know, obviously they lost to Toronto in their last game, but um you know, I think uh I think I think they can you know they can hang on to it for a while. They have some tough guys in the uh in the Pacific though. That's that's gonna be uh be tough to maintain long term but it' it's it's fun it's fun to watch these kids and you know they're they're playing really well so i uh, I'm really excited to see how this goes the next uh, next week maybe we get a status update we'll see if if Montreal is still undefeated then that would be uh that would be something
1: yeah it is I think you're right we've definitely covered this, but this is a great time for hockey. It's really exciting. You know, all the guys who you expect to do well are really doing well. It's just fun right now. That's, that's all you can ask for.
0: That's all you can ask for.
1: And as a last thing, shout out to um, Team USA Women's Hockey. They're playing in the Four Nations Cup right now. And um, through their first two games, they're undefeated. And outscoring their opponents um, collectively ten to zero, wow. so great job by them. You gotta love at least
0: some USA hockey doing well. Oh, absolutely. credit you there really yeah get out get out and watch that stuff that's uh that's, that's That's good stuff. We always love to see our country do well. exactly.
1: All right. well, I think that's it from us here, Alex, anything else?
0: That's all for me. Have a great, great week, everyone.
1: Yep. Thank you guys for tuning in to our first episode. And hopefully we will be back every Wednesday throughout the rest of the season to do more of the same.
0: Thanks for and listening, sure, guys. And be sure to check out Total Sports Live.
1: Exactly. All right. Until next week.